0: welcome welcome listeners this is episode number 68 68 not 69 you are here with your host mr budget pedal chap hi you are here also with mr matt quine say hi matt hi matt and you're here with mr Et and tracy yo 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 yo. hello no pretty lady don't let the hair fool you i do have a <laughs> schlong um. so is what's it
1: 69 millimetre
0: 69 <laughs> uh, not 69 small. this week
1: 68 this week it's you get a blowjob and she owes you one uh, you owe her one
0: <laughs> shit man we've, we've
1: already right. Oh, no.
0: this is this is the sign of the times um,
2: no this is taking me back to Friday what's been in the gay bar
0: oh don't go there I think well He's already been there. Well, but I <laughs> was we'll, too we'll drunk. Leave, right. We'll leave. Uh, we'll leave. Ayrton's uh, Ayrton's foray into the uh, into the gay bar up to your imagination. So, what we've been up to this week, aside from you know shenanigans, um, Matt, Matt, what you been up to? Guitar related?
1: I've, I totally haven't bought anything. Like totally. Apart from a you cab haven't bought, and a I was pedal. I say, you haven't bought one thing. You've <laughs> bought you've bought at least two. <laughs> so you know how I said I can't buy anything else because I'm broke because I keep buying things week on week on week on week? Uh-huh. Well, last week we spoke about a cab that was in your local area. Yes, we did. Um, that is an identical one to the one that came with my Hayden that would link to with the cab I have and make it a 212 stack. Yes. And it got to Friday, and it was still 50 quid. <coughs> that is true. So, I put a, Well, I put a bid on it a little bit earlier, thinking, oh, you know, it would go for, like, 70 or 80 quid. <laughs> and then it didn't. <laughs> it went for 50 quid, so I, I bought a, another Hayden cab to go with my Hayden amp. Yep. Which is good. At some point this week, I'm going to collect that.
0: And... All will be good with the world.
1: Yep, yeah. and I can't wait because I can then. I haven't decided whether I'm going to go stereo again, but with one amp on drive all the time, or whether <laughs> I. <laughs> Does that work? Well, you go like one. It like instead of having a wet dry, I'm going to have a wet drive. One is driving all the time, and I can just turn it off with my amp switcher.
0: Okay. Okay. Using well, only ha- the the mofo,
1: yeah. So, the, no, the mofo will be on and drive it, it, yeah. on its drive like or drive sound all the time. Uh-huh. And then, when I need clean sounds, I turn the mofo off with my amp switches so that it's just the vox just, and okay. all the pedals going through it. And okay. then, but I don't know, I haven't decided yet. I, I need to have a think.
0: <laughs> well, that that sounds like the kind of things that will be decided by your ears, and you've got to try yeah. that shit. I have got to try that shit. <laughs> um, so good luck with that. Um, you said you've you've also bought a reverb pedal.
1: Yeah. So earlier this year, T Rex released some twentieth anniversary pedals. Yeah, um, yeah, I
0: believe they did, weren't they? Uh, they released a range that were being made in Denmark again or something, were didn't they? Yes.
1: Um, I now I I did look at all three of them, but I can't remember what the one of them was. A the delay pedal. I can't remember there's, what the third one is. There's
0: definitely a drive.
1: It might be a, like the the three that were together that were on up. These the, basically, Toman had an offer on last week um, that dropped them from 109 pounds down to 68 pounds. 68. <laughs> yeah. That's this episode, yeah, yeah. That's fact, you know, 109 euros down to 69 euros, so 68 euros. Okay, um, so that, which that, is like 57 is- pounds ish, 58 pounds ish. Yeah, but anyway, um, I had a look online. There's only a couple of reviews of all of them. There was, like I say, the delay, the reverb, and there was one other, yeah. um, and I picked up the reverb um, because it's got the jacks on the top. It's yeah, yeah. mono in stereo out, so if I wanted to use it as a stereo effect, I can. And it's also got a boost function.
0: Uh uh. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, for you, for your <laughs> reverb. To kind of to to negate the kind of perceived volume drop that you get sometimes with, with adding an effect.
1: From what I was reading, no, it boosts one of the parameters so like if you want to increase the amount of reverb that's there you click the pedal on and it boosts it to max i believe so this is a bit
0: like your uh, your dual reverb pedal setting isn't it
1: yeah i mean that's why i kind of like this looked perfect to me because at the moment i've got a normal sounding spring reverb that you would have on for you know most things, and then one other pedal that just adds a bit extra, and also yeah. happens to have modulation in it. So if I switched, if I bought a chorus pedal, which I haven't yet done, and I'm not going to be doing next week, tisk um, tisk
0: tisk, Matthew
1: <laughs> tisk. Um, but yeah, if I bought a chorus pedal and then hit the chorus and the boost, which happens to be the right hand side of the reverb, which would yeah. be next to the chorus pedal. If I hit them both at the same time, it would actually just become my other reverb sound.
0: Shit, man. Yeah, so that's. I mean, that that saves space because your uh your your whole idea behind the Hayden board was that it's, it's uh, much more compact, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and this is It's not like a standard double pedal in that because it's a double pedal. It's twice the size of a normal pedal, so it's a little bit wider than yeah. your sort of your normal pedals, but not not massively wider. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean it's uh it's
0: seems like an ideal uh, an ideal thing to to sit in your uh your your Hayden setup what are we calling it the mini mini board
1: yeah it's going to just going to be a mini board like i say it'll be tuner two channel drive uh chorus reverb and the octave before the drive as well yeah and and this uh this reverb what
0: kind of what kind of flavor of reverb is it is
1: it it's got many settings, so it's got like six or seven settings, so okay. it's got spring, hall, you know, um plate, plate, all the main yeah. ones, um, and a couple of other settings that I can't find any information out on because all the photos are quite blurry. I don't know why. <laughs> they, they've got photos, but instead of being at the top of the pedal, they're angled slightly to so the bits at the top, around the top of the knob. <laughs> you can't read...
0: Yeah, yeah, it's got like the the glint from the uh, from
1: the flash on it and stuff, and yeah, um, it's not very professionally put together the the stuff. But like I say, it sounds like it's going to be perfect for me. So um, I'll have a play around with it, and worst comes to worse, I'll just sell it on again. And yeah, it sounds like it sounds like you're not going to lose anything on those. No, I mean, like I say, it's it's down like they were selling for sixty percent of what they've been yeah, listed yeah, yeah. for originally. So
0: yeah. The- I must admit, I've not tried any of the T-Rex stuff, but I've heard so many good things.
1: Yeah, well, they, I can't. They used to be made by somebody else, didn't they? And they've just been bought out or something. I can't remember. I read something a long time ago. That says like, it's bordering really close to musical journalism,
0: right there. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna stop that in its tracks. <laughs> we're a pure yeah. purely speculation podcast. Um. And last week you were mentioning that you'd uh, you'd put your explorer up in, uh, in the music shop.
1: What happened with that? Um, so it hasn't yet sold. Um, somebody's come in and made a stupidly low ball offer of two hundred and fifty oh. quid. So yeah, I said nope. no. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, um, and I'd, so I just said, just hang it on the wall and yeah, leave it. It's on the roll up to Christmas, so there's more people going in there than would ordin- already ordinarily be going in. So if it sells, it sells. If it doesn't, then you know, I'll just leave it in there and if it comes to six months down the line and it still hasn't sold I'll think of something else. Yeah, yeah. Bang on. Like taking it apart and turning it into something really weird like stick a 28k output pickup in the bridge and a P90 with like 5k output in the neck. Just make it the weirdest, most odd guitar in the world because when you put them both on together it's just like Freaks out because it can't understand. <laughs> yeah, you've got like a clean channel and a dirty channel, but yeah.
0: a, just just three pickup selection. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh dear, that sounds like something that someone really stupid would do. The kind of stupidity that would also happen with a guy who puts P90s in a fucking Ibanez RG. <laughs> That's a segue and <laughs> a half, that is, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, it I. Is. Oh uh, yeah, I pulled out the Ibanez uh, RG, which is it's got two P90s, and it's got a, a, essentially it's a bit like a, a, a quarter pounder strap pickup in the center. So they're, they're they're kind of like evenly matched, but the middle one is definitely single coil, and the the outer two are um, are definitely P90 voices. Just wrong,
1: just wrong. <laughs> Damn you, Ayrton. <Adrian>. Damn you. <laughs> To um, learn some decorum, man. So uh
0: I, I was I was busting that out this week. Um and the sound is amazing. P90s are fudging glorious. Um they're so kind of touch responsive and dynamic. Um and also they really encourage me. I don't know if they encourage other people, but they really encourage me to use my tone control as well. What's one of them? <laughs> I did a little video explaining this. Um, <laughs> I, think, my... I think I might have actually commented what's one of them. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, that was exactly <laughs> your comment, back. Um So, yeah, the the tone control works in a slightly different way on, on a P90 uh, in the fact that it it doesn't kind of... You don't get that kind of real clarity roll-off, but it it more focuses the the mid-range to like a different spot. Um, and for for those B nineties, it sounded absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm thinking like kind of like '60s era Clapton, um, kind of creamy creamy era stuff. So. I was having amazing fun with that. Um, However, I was finding myself tripping up on this RG quite a lot Um, for a number of reasons. Um, One being that it's got a set of nines on it. Um,
1: The best string gauge?
0: Computer, he says no. (laughs)
1: You could definitely say snap. so, oh, you sorry. probably play with like fifteens don't you Aaron? you're just backwards. no no
0: I'll play with elevens but and are you tuned to something silly or are you just is that stand- no drop drop c drop c not so bad that's kind of like it's the equivalent of having tens on a on a standard tune
2: but even then i'll play with a uh, play with elevens on normal
0: oh, you're a beast you're an absolute beast um so, yeah, I'm I'm smack bang in the middle. I usually I'm used to tens, so with nines, if I get any kind of picking speed coming up, the strings start crapping out before, um, before my pick does. So my pick's expecting it to bite back um, on the pick a bit more, and it just ends up like flapping about. So you get like really out of tune notes because you're smacking it a bit harder than than you would be with a with a ten gauge string. Uh, so that that was <coughs> <laughs> steady. <laughs> steady, Mr. Atten. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I was getting some kind of some player response issues with that. Um, but also adding to that was the fact that at the one end was the wibbly wobbly seesaw of the Floyd Rose. Um, so. I think I've got to block it, man. I think we've got to block it.
1: There will be people who will tell you that that is like worse than murdering a child on Christmas morning. <laughs> That's an interesting analogy. <laughs> yeah, like like there will be people listening to this podcast going, "You cannot block a Floyd Road Trend system. What's the point? What's the point in an RG if it doesn't have a Floyd Rose on it?" Yeah, the boo. Bo- woo- woo- uh, yeah, exactly.
0: I want it to behave more like my my other instruments cuz the alternative is that I I play it a little bit realize that I can't play as much on it than that I can on other guitars and then I'll put it down for a month or so then I'll pick it up and do exactly the same and I'll do that only a couple of times before I go need to get rid of this
1: but how do how do how do you make motorbike sounds with the other guitars
0: um
2: that <laughs> Believe- that's
1: one of the string winders and fucking let's go of it really fucking
0: <laughs> quick. <laughs> um, it, on on my kind of tick list of things to do with guitar, motorbike sounds does not come very high. So yeah, I mean that's that's my thought process behind the uh, behind the RG at the moment. I'm thinking block off the trend for a little bit, up the gauge of strings, and let's let's see if uh, see if that warms me to it a little bit but winding back just a touch you were talking about the Variax technology there, weren't you Matt? I was you had a little bit of a because you, <laughs> you, you you gigged with your Variax didn't you And some, I, f- I forgot to some, mention some... it it
1: was three or four weeks ago and yeah uh, gigged with the Variax and was messing about between songs playing the start to the dueling banjos riff
0: <laughs> with so authenticity
1: yeah, yeah. yeah as a banjo might have left it on the banjo for two two and a half songs without realizing. So I put the drive pedal on when we started the next song. And honestly, I probably thought it sounded a little bit weird, but by this point of the night, it's like three songs from the end, my ears are totally wrecked and I can barely hear anything anyway because our drummer hits snare drums like the gunshot from a barrel next to your ear. Yeah. Um so Because I put quite a high gain sound on for Love Machine by Girls Aloud, because, you know. Yeah, well, we. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounds like now. So basically, I I had my hotcake and my tube screamer on. Yeah. (laughs) Playing that riff, but I was still on the banjo mode. And then. There's bits where you like hold out some ringing clean chords, but I don't play that bit. The other guitarist does, so... Because <laughs> you would have just gone... <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I didn't notice it. And, you know, was messing about at the end of the song, um, doing a bit of, like, stupid outros the way that you do, where you run up and down minor pentatonic scales and yep. do a little bit of tapping. And I didn't even know whether I could fucking... No, I couldn't hear it at this point. I just yeah. assumed I was a bit quiet you know as you do and then the next song was Chelsea dagger so again cleanish but um still a little bit of drive and i i generally p- play along and i've played this so many times i try not to listen to it whilst i'm playing it because it just drives me insane yeah yeah it's one of those so, kind of earworm songs isn't it yeah so i was trying not to pay attention but then we got to yellow which is the 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 basically the, the song that we end the night with
0: yeah
1: and i'm supposed to be on an acoustic mode and i'm <laughs> playing the rhythm Brung, bit <laughs> and it was Dink, drink drink and i was like what the fuck is going on here i couldn't work out whether the amp had gone or what was lo- and then i looked down and i was on the reso mode <laughs> and uh-huh. i was like Oh, yeah, you <laughs> well,
0: that's know that's not that a twelve-string sound. Therefore, <laughs> if, if you're on rezo mode, shit's gone. Shit has gone <laughs> safe because that's where crazy kept.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the moral of the story is: if you're going to mess around on the banjo sounds between songs, make sure you go back to a normal sound. <laughs> yep.
0: No, I mean, that's that's um, that's a motto to live by. That is. A motto that <laughs> not many people will, will have to stick to because their guitar does not have a banjo sound. But hey ho! Well, they need to buy a variax then, don't they? Uh, uh, we, the Churic and Varia. the Shuriken Variaxes, yes, they do. But they're like they're baritone tuned as standard, aren't they?
1: But didn't he didn't he release a non-baritone one? He did. Yeah, they're both fucking epic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: they, they, it does the same stuff as the the other Variaxes, but it it will also do metal as well, which uh, is potentially like the... The downfall of the Variax. Yeah, it, well, it's the kind of the blind spot, isn't it? You can do a little bit, but...
1: Yeah, you basically n- put it on the Les Paul sound and... Hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not exactly an EMG, is it?
0: No, not at all. But yeah, it, that's that's pretty much it. It's 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 a bit creamy and a bit smooth to be to be metal in. But yeah, if you've got, I think the uh, the the eighty nine the toilet very um, eighty nine has has got metal settings on it. But I've also got high output uh, humbuckers in them as well. Right, um, okay. but yeah, the the baritone um, baritone shuriken definitely definitely set for metal and we've got we've got a little bit about metal uh this week actually um we won't go straight onto that one but it does it confirms my theory that Misha Mansour is an actual person and not just a figment of my imagination <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool so let's uh Fucking god there you go see i have not made him up um <laughs> let's get straight into the news anyway because we've got we've got shit ton to get through uh first things first, Damasio, they're a brand. They do pickups. Correct. Some might describe them as a, a good second place. Um So they they've um they've come up with a Richie Cotson um loaded strap pick guard. Um so Ritchie this you can Richie without kind of without any backstory this is just okay another artist another signature um another signature set of pickups I mean it's two weeks ago we were talking about the Billy Gibbons Red Devils or whatever they were called from Seymour Duncan um so yeah so these I mean Rich Cotson generally speaking is more known as being a telly player um And he's got the Damasio Chopper T in the Tele Bridge pickup. So, like a kind of humbucker output Tele pickup. Um, And the Twang King. Twang King. Twang King? Twang King, king. yes. Uh, Not the Twang King. not twanking, no, because I believe that is something <laughs> that the kids do, um, and we are definitely not down with the kids. Uh, so, he, yeah, he's more he's more known as a telly player. He's got a signature um, signature telly which may still be in production. I know that I've seen I've seen kind of two or three of them actually in the flesh. Um, so, yeah, that's that's his kind of thing. Um, he. When he was with Mr. Big, when he took over from uh, Paul Gilbert, he was uh, playing playing tellies. Um, But some point in the the mid-90s, I think 1996, I've got written down here somewhere, 1996, um, Fender also released a signature Stratocaster. Uh, So a... Um, Rich Guts Signature Strat looks a bit like the Malmsteen Strat in the fact that it's like it's supposed to be like an Olympic white, but it's more yellowy than Olympic white. Like it's been in a pub in the 80s for 10 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Much like that. It's it's slightly less yellow than the uh, than the Malmsteen, but you, you so get... a
2: bit like
0: Randy uh, Rhodes' last ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of a good. A good ballpark for it, Um, but it had a set of pickups in it, which were um, Fender Fender Fender-made pickups, I believe, Um, and they were just like these the standard Alnico five pickups, but they were noise-canceling pickups. But he had them wired so that they didn't cancel noise. What? (laughs) He's he's a crazy man. He's a crazy (laughs) noise-canceling
1: pickups that don't cancel noise.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he just had it so that the, the top coil was wired, so it just essentially functioned as a um as a standard single coil. Um well,
1: but what was the point in the rest of the pickup?
0: I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't ask me. But he's a man who he plays guitar. He plays guitar well. There's there was like a, a little kind of um video guiding about like his thought processes behind this um this pickup set uh and it, it went into his his old 1996 signature and it, that's how that's how he mentioned um uh, what it was about um so i don't know if the the Damasios do this or they just they are voiced to sound like that but it's basically it's rather than having to Try to go out and seek one of these very limited Richie Cotson Stratocasters um, to get that sound. Damasio are now offering it as a a saleable item. Um, the the RRP on it uh, it comes up at 400 dollars. Well, it says four four uh, sixty nine dollars. <laughs> sixty nine. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what website
2: are you on because
0: i'm on Demasio's website saying it's 300 dollars. are they saying it's 300 yeah well yeah i i got it from a website that quoted 469 but then it said that the street price would likely be uh 299 which yeah that that's that makes sense so 100 dollars a pickup which is around um around the the kind of price you're looking at at Demasio pickups and then you get in like a pre-wired strap plate with that as well. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, and
2: that's just for all the lazy fuckers that can't be
0: asked awesome. on. I fully put my hand up and say I am one of those. Um, with with the amount of like guitar pedals and and just all manner of shit that I've wired up guitars, I look at them and cry because no matter what happens I always end up burning something within a guitar
1: is it the guitar itself normally Do you, you end up setting it on fire yeah
0: don't even turn the, the soldering iron on <laughs> look, look away for like two seconds look back and the guitar's on fire and I'm like shit what's happened
1: why is the fretboard on fire the soldering iron's nowhere fucking near That's the, the actual frets are on fire That's, that shouldn't be possible the metal, what's going on here?
0: Yeah, so I tend to leave that to the professionals Because
2: um, you've played Freebird once, that's why I,
1: I've played
0: Freebird free free Freebird Freebird, uh, yeah I've, free I'm feeling Icelandic a little here I played the Freebird uh, uh, I played <laughs> it some pre-
1: more than once pretty similar to your, your Holland or Halle Whatever it was, accent. That
0: is because I'm not that great at accent. <laughs> My accent work is pretty fucking bad. Uh, oh, dear. So, yeah, Cotson, uh, Cotson strap, single coils. What are we thinking? Is it is it worth getting that 1996 signature st- um, Richie Cotson sound or largely do people
1: not give a shit? I... I had to Google who Richie Cotson was whilst you were talking because I didn't know who he was. <laughs> I, I mentioned it. I,
0: I literally said within the he took o- he, he was in Poison and then he took over for, from Paul Gilbert and Mr. Big. I bet you're Googling Mr. Big now, aren't you?
1: Fuck. That. <laughs> I skipped Mr. Big. I looked at his Wikipedia page. I went, Poison, I recognised the name. Oh, they're the ones that did Everywhere Who's Had a Thorn. Right, kind of understand yeah. it. Come yeah. back out and then it was like, mr big something else winery dogs and i was like right i don't care i've not i don't know who they are yeah so <laughs> right
0: i'm going to take this as a little bit of a uh, an opportunity to educate you and for those uh those listeners who don't know who richie Cotson is as well ollie miles will be just literally crying at this point because he's is, a huge richie Cotson fan
1: is he the one that's got a victory amp is that richie what,
0: Cotson? richie uh, richie Cotton or ollie uh, both of them, but Richie Cotton. <laughs> yes, yes. Richie Cotson has got the victory out. Yeah, right. Not- so piecing the puzzle the puzzle together now. So, um, yeah, he he wasn't original in, in Poison. He kind of took over in the uh, the late eighties to to continue touring. I believe. I don't know. I don't know much about his early stuff. Uh, he took over from uh, Paul Gilbert when. He was kind of doing the solo stuff and wanted to put Mr. Big behind him. Um, they had a, a few records with um, with Cotson, but it was kind of towards the end of Mr. Big's popularity where they were, went kind of 90s and all started cutting their hair. And, you know, this the the, the rock excess had been kind of, the bubble had burst by that point. Um but then he kind of came back as a as a kind of solo artist and if you go uh go on YouTube and, and look for some of Richie Cotson's solo stuff, there's um there's this particular video where he does like a small set for I think it's like a New Zealand um radio show. Uh and it's like he's he's doing it as part of a three piece. Um one of the songs is "Fooled Again." Ollie is definitely the chap to talk to about this one because he he knows this one, and if you listen to that, that is possibly the most Richie Cotson you will get, and it just showcases how how talented the guy is. Um, for the past maybe like ten or so years as well, he's he's retained the shred thing, but he 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 no longer uses a pick as well. So he does all of these like weird little. Kind of chicken picking things, but without a pick, and like it's like an amazing legato technique. So, I would, I would urge you. I might even put some, uh, put some videos up in the, uh, in the podcast group about this because, like,
1: the, there's some impressive stuff. I'm gonna be really honest now. I thought Mr. Big was some form of hip hop act. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like he went off and played some hip hop for a while, and then then came back and formed the Winery Dogs. That's Shit, I, ju- man. I just the, Shit. the name Mr Big to me suggests either rap or hip hop. <laughs> yeah, or or Notorious B.I.G. or whatever. So <laughs> Mr Big
0: is a song by Free. It is. I understand that. And. But- they they all formed a band because they had a mutual love for free and the the uh, they did a cover of it on one of their albums and it's a pretty decent cover of Mr Big, so yeah maybe worth checking that out. Um, it it lacks a lot of the kind of
1: subtlety of the original track. Um, I, I, like from everything I know about either him and Paul Gilbert subtleties not really a word i would use to describe their playing yeah 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 i mean it's it's
0: <laughs> it's uh, very much about kind of technical showboating but also along with that it's not it's not just pure showboating there's a lot of musicality behind it as well um yeah. and yeah um mr big are potentially one of the tightest bands that i have ever seen live um, so, well worth a check out. Um, but back to it. Richie Cotton, like pull it, pull it back. Um, yeah, he did the winery dogs thing. Um, the one, one complaint I have got about Richie Cotton um, is actually his tone. <laughs> um, his, like his guitar tone has got it's it's it almost seems like super overdriven not at the same time it's got like it almost kind of seems like he's got a two signal paths where one is like really low gain and one is like super super driven so you're getting this kind of this weird disconnect and it's it it doesn't quite sit all that right for me i don't know all right. Uh but
1: Amazing player. He's amazing. I mean, I didn't know who he was. I'm not gonna be able to tell you what his tone's like. Um, I I'm not fussed about his his signature strat pickups. Um, I'm not gonna buy them and put them on one of my squire strats. Yeah, for sure. So I think
0: uh, second up in an our news article is potentially something that we can get behind. Maybe. Uh, so hot one, the hotones or Hot Tone, as they prefer to be called, which no one ever will, because there are two T's. In Hot Tone. <laughs> yes. They, they've they heard this enough times from us. When are you going to listen, Hotone? You will always be Hotone.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, those guys, they have brought out a uh, log- a pretty well-to-do multi-effects unit. So, a bit like Moore um, bringing out the GE two hundred or whatever it's called, the G two hundred. And the, people were Yeah, that thing. The Helix small helix thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people were looking at that thinking, oh, this might be might be a bit of all right. Same thing with this. So this is called the MP one hundred uh ampero. So in the in the news article that I looked at it it basically says is this a budget Helix LT beta? So we'll we'll have a look. So, we've got some acronyms. So you you know you're you're always going well when you've got some acronyms. So we've got comprehensive dynamic circuit modelling high definition, or CDMH for short. Um, okay, that one doesn't make a lot of sense when you when you say it. out. This one,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, CDCMH.
0: That's got man. That really has got man. <laughs>
1: It's it's not an an acronym needs to be a word that you can expand to explain another word.
0: Like... Oh. <laughs> so yeah, comprehensive, oh, comprehensive dynamic circuit <laughs> modelling, high definition. could <laughs> Sniffed. <laughs> um. <laughs>
2: sounds like you just licked your finger and stuck it into a plug.
1: Oh, it sounds like somebody <laughs> trying to talk but they're having a fucking stroke. <laughs> oh, having a big shit oh shit, <laughs> yeah it's somebody's croaking it oh Jesus. so I think this
0: this stems from one of one of my favorite movies just ever because it took me so much by surprise is cloudy with a chance of meatballs, and the 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 invention from that the flintster <laughs> fromfer um it, this is pretty much that
2: you know what it actually sounds like. That? You only really pick up a guitar cable that's plugged into an amp and you touch it. <laughs> <laughs> there we so, go, it's in. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. That's their, uh, their, their patented uh, <laughs> technology. Uh, the, the, second, the second one is an actual acronym. So, it's Field okay. Impulse Response Enhanced or FIRE for short. So, that was an actual. That's an it's actual a acronym. word. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. The other one, not so much. <laughs> uh, but they say that these these two technologies basically mean that they're they're responsive to a point of being like amp like, which I think you have to say if you're you trying to pedal, yeah, um, a multi effects unit. But yeah, so 120 amp and cab models with virtual mics. So that's that's uh, that's sounding impressive. Uh, 240 effects, so taken from the X Stomp or the Hot One library, and it allows nine of those simultaneously. Whoever the fuck wants nine effects on at once.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure by effects they mean in, they include drive. So of course you need at least five drives on. <laughs> five drives. <laughs> five, five, and drive.
0: <laughs> huh <laughs> but on top of that, there's a 120 second looper with drum uh, drum samples available as well. So one hundred drum effective practice Yeah, an effective practice tool as well. So it's got. all oh, probably gonna sound like.
1: Well, yeah. drum samples think, always.
0: Yeah, they're ne- they're never gonna sound great, but they're they're better to jam to than just.
2: If it sounds like Lars Ulrich on a uh, Saint Anger. <laughs> oh dear,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, known for it, it's the being the pinnacle album of Metallica's career. It's an anger.
0: That's it.
1: <laughs> oh, I so hope this place, Saint Anger, in full when I go to see them next year. I, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I bet you'll feel like
0: every penny of your uh, of your ticket price will be worth it then
2: Oh, definitely. Every every hundred and ten British pounds will be
1: worth. Fuck it Yeah. <laughs> Is it next year, like the twenty? No, sorry, the 15th anniversary of St. Anger? That's to fucking think. It's 15th anniversary, isn't it? Was it 04? Or was it 02? 02, I think. Ah,
0: well, yeah, no, you'd be all right then. Yeah, you've, you've dodged that bullet. <laughs> so, Fuck. back onto this bloody hot one, Hoto. Um, it's. <laughs> yeah, with its comprehensive drive circuit, <laughs> the dynamic circuit modelling, high def. Yeah. It's uh, so it's got quarter inch, um, quarter inch stereo outs. It's got XLR outs as well. It's got MIDI in. Uh, it's got a headphone, headphone out, AUX in, and it works as a USB interface as well for your uh, for your lappy toppy. Yeah. So I mean, that seems pretty, pretty well to do.
1: And it's got three buttons and a uh, rocky rocky thingy. Is it is it not four buttons on the? Uh, no, maybe it's four button. Yeah, it's a four button and a rocker. Yeah, four yeah. buttons and a rocky rocky thingy. And we we wore. Yeah, and
0: this is coming in at three hundred dollars. So, like. Yeah. The 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 one thing that I can't really comment on about this is that I didn't actually hear any uh, any examples.
1: So I I searched and searched and searched. I couldn't find a single video of it being used. Yeah, so it's it's probably still within its kind of infancy, its yeah. pre release days. Well, I think, uh, was it every article that I found had today's date on it, so I, su- I assume today was the Umbungo date? <laughs> the Umbungo. <laughs> embargo You know what I mean. <laughs> Umbungo day. They drink it in the jungle.
0: Um. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I I didn't check the date on the other thingy, but yeah, it's the first I heard of it, and uh, all of the products that I've ever tried from Hotone have been of decent quality, if not like impressive. Um yeah. I mean they they make those uh, those little five watt mini head things. The, yeah, the
1: people rave over those the
0: legacy series. I've tried tried a couple of those and they're they're very good. Uh, our good friend Josh um, had one of the um, eighty the, watt the, floor foot. Yeah, switch, well he, he had the base the 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 five watt basement one, and it was really good. And then he upgraded to the yeah the, isn't it like seventy five watt?
1: Or maybe it's seventy five or eighty watt and it's the the pedal amp. Yeah, yeah the, the, yeah
0: it's it's basically like two of those two of the the smaller amps in a footboard unit where it's basically like amp channel switching and your amp all built into one so he he enjoyed them so much that he went and bought one of those yeah um so yeah they they can do that i've got a, a hotone tone blues pedal which i liked better than the um the boss blues driver yeah um so, I kind of trust these guys. Um, is it going to be as good as the Helix?
1: No, not a chance.
0: I think it, it's unfair to, to judge straight up like that, but I I would be very sceptical unless I could try one side by side with the other.
1: I would suggest that this will probably be 80% of the way there. I'd yeah. say... They, they're they not a company the size of Line 6. They're not yeah. a company that's going to have the research and development budget, the the knowledge within the people that are there mm-hmm. to do something as well as a Helix. I would say it'll probably be close. It'll yeah. fool probably less people than Helix would in terms of like people thinking it's a, an actual amp, but probably... Still in the region of seventy five percent of people, um, they'll be good, but I don't think a guitar. I think a guitarist who knows what they're looking for would probably find that it's a bit further away than Helix. This yeah. is all all conjecture. I've never played one. I've never heard any of the sounds. I would say this is probably going to be the case. The my big concern is it's. Digital algorithms as opposed to digital, com- like digital small components. So, are the algorithms there going to be as good as their pedals selection when they're talking about that? The, the pedals that they're modeling, yeah. And again, are the amps the, the algorithms that they've written can they handle all of the things that you can do as well as an amp could? Yeah, it's it,
0: it is difficult to say, isn't it? And uh. Is is there the hardware that's running all of this going to be as powerful uh, and as seamless as the the yeah. uh, the the Helix? Considering that Line Six have that kind of that huge um, R and D department behind them. Yeah, and the, that would that would
1: be my main concern. But I mean, I would say for some, yeah, like. That's what I was going to say for the for the price and for if you want to have something that at home you can jam with and then maybe if you like the sounds gig with as well for that price I don't I don't even think it's a, the the Helix Stomp box or whatever they've called it the HX Stomp I don't think it's going up against that I think it's going up against a proper Helix it might have slightly less buttons. But with yeah. not with the ability to have not yeah be, with the ability to have nine on it's like the Helix LT yeah yeah well, that's I, did I say the stomp? because I thought I, I thought maybe I, maybe I, I misheard was, I can't the, remember
0: the LT so um, as a kind of roundup what are we thinking of this Hot One Hot MP one hundred are we thinking worth a worth a crack or or like maybe maybe the miss.
2: Not to say until there's videos out on it yeah because they could hype it up now but it could be shit or vice versa
0: yeah yeah i mean yeah from from my kind of point of view i'm quietly optimistic from the um from the experience that i've had with their stuff before i don't think they're going to put something out which is
1: subpar Yeah, I mean, I think from from my personal opinion, I think I'd I'd wait until either I could get my hands on one in a shop, or at least I could, um, hit he, like hear somebody that I trust playing one on YouTube. Like with all the will in the world, I wouldn't wait for a video by somebody I've never heard of. But I'd would need to see it in the hands of somebody that I trust. Um, see. And then have their honest opinion because the compression levels on YouTube kind of make everything sound a bit similar. In that you know yeah. you can you can you struggle to tell the difference between a Helix and a more red truck with YouTube's compression on. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Actually, um, it's
0: it's hard to get a a fair test when when the the compression of youtube is it's largely out of the hands of the reviewer as well
1: yeah that's that's the biggest biggest thing is it's totally out of anybody's control apart from google yeah and and on top of that you can't can't
0: be assured that the the reviewer themselves isn't putting some compression on or adding some kind of reverb or some eq to make the product sound a bit nicer (laughs) um like they they might be trying to make it more like it sounded in the room but in doing so that that they might also then doctor the sound that's coming through um so there's 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 always that i think we need to get it in the hands of the uh, the guitar geek yeah because i know that if he's if he's reviewing it and he's saying it's good it's it's definitely good yeah well he's he's a He's one of those uh, one of those guys that I do trust on on Tinder herbs. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So we've got one final final kind of piece of news this week, and this is definitely an Ayrton piece of news. <laughs> definitely an Ayrton piece of news. So, in two thousand seventeen, um, in Nam 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 Noom Nam Nam not in Naam Vietnam. Um, Nam bread. Yeah, in Nam bread. bread. Um pv announced the i think they called it the um the pv inventive then but the, it's it's the invective, the vast, invective. Inve- well i've got incentive here so, <laughs> so someone's someone's spelling it fucking wrong um so invective we'll go with that because that sounds a lot a lot more like it's true than calling it the incentive right so <laughs> It's a collab with Misha Mansour. and Yeah, he's someone that I have not made up. He's definitely, definitely a person.
2: um Rising the fucking rank, I can tell you that.
0: Yeah, I mean I have definitely heard heard of him, even though his kind of wheelhouse is not the not the kind of stuff that I'm looking for online. Um but yeah, so it, it it's basically it's um Misha was saying how um he's a huge fan of the the P V high gain heads, so the sixty five oh five the fifty one fifty. Um and he really loved them. Um but he he was gonna uh collaborate with P V and, and kind of get something that fit him even better. Uh so one of the um one of the complaints of his was that the uh the 6505 just didn't really have a clean channel it had it had something that was called a clean channel but it was more like a less dirty channel um and and he wanted a clean channel that was pristine and beautiful and clean um so they've they've done that um but the the kind of the spirit of the 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 high gain PV heads is still there. Uh, so three channels. You've got clean. You've got crunch. And you've got lead. Um, and the lead channel I believe. Does a bit of a mid push. In the, the upper upper mid range. To give it more of a focus. Um, but the gain levels aren't. Vastly different between the two. Uh, is this sounding about right now? um
2: uh yeah there is also a boost and a master boost as well
0: oh yeah the the boost uh is based on a on a kind of tube screamery boost so a lot of uh, a lot of metal guys use tube screamers to um to kind of tighten things up and that's that's what this boost is about it's kind of shelving a bit of the bottom end to to really tighten the tone uh i don't know what the master boost is though so
2: master boost it's shit. overall volume. So you can have, say, your, your crunch channel, you could have that for your rhythm. Yeah. And then your lead channel, you want to kick on uh, for a solo. So you've got a MIDI foot switch that comes with it. You can program it so it does the uh, the channel boost and the master boost. You get an even more yeah. bang for your buck with the volume. So they kind of... Without... So we're
0: talking about the, the, the boost... Uh, the boost foot switch does the kind of tube screamer thing where it's not necessarily used as a um as an actual volume boost but it's it's more about a kind of tonal shaping thing and then yeah it just tightens up yeah then the master boost is Christian. the the actual hitting it for that lead lead section yep awesome yep. yeah so it sounds really good um it's also got an inbuilt noise gate with uh with two parameters is it uh i think so yeah uh, remember rightly because usually like gating on amps is just an on or an off switch isn't it it's usually where it, you you don't have much control over it but this uh yeah this sounds like it's it's kind of um running along the theme of the uh, the horizon drive as well because that had an inbuilt yeah. gate as well didn't it
2: yep yeah. and they also little nice thing about this new amp is there's two 9-volt DC at 500 milliamp auxiliary power jacks on the oh. back. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you can run, run like a uh, like a reverb and a delay into the effect. Loop powered <laughs> by your amp. Nice. Yeah. I so it's it pretty cool. So then you don't need to do anything. You can just do it all through your MIDI board that comes with it. Shit, man. That's that, a really good idea. That's thinking about
0: yeah. it, isn't it? Because... Like the, the the kind of stuff that you want going through the loop, especially as a metal metal guy when all of like your amp is slamming the front end with gain is, is a delay and a reverb, isn't it? Yeah. And like any potential modulation as well, if you wanted to get like that kind of the more more eighties, maybe like Randy Rhodes sound, you maybe like slap a chorus or a flange in that um in slap in with a flange, that. eh? Slap a flange. <laughs> I really, don't think you should be slapping a flange. What What was I thinking? Depends on what kind of shit you're into. I don't. I, or she's or she's into. Should I say? Who was talking about women here? I was talking about guitar effects. You dirty-minded yeah. fool. <laughs> Sorry, I'll get back in my box. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it seems like. This is the kind of collaboration that you really want, which is where it's a guy who will use, or a girl, um, who will use the amp and who knows the kind of pitfalls of what they've been looking for in amplifiers and who who really thinks about the functionality of the amp. And it seems like that is exactly what Misha's done in this this situation, the noise gate for... Because it's clearly going to be a very, very gainy amp. So a noise oh. gate built in—that's that knocks uh, knocks a pedal off the um, off one space in your pedal board. Having an auxiliary for your, your reverb and delay that not, it potentially means you don't need a pedal board. You've got everything that you need in in the inbuilt with the amp. And and even if you did have tube. a pedal board,
2: yeah, you can you can literally run it through. You, there's two effect loops, which is even better. You could have reverb need delay on one, and then your S-pad also that, and then just MIDI it through the MIDI board yeah. they give you. Yeah, yeah, you I don't did see that MIDI board. Yeah,
0: because it's MIDI out and MIDI through as well, isn't it? Yep. Uh, which I'm not entirely sure what that means, but it sounds impressive. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's 120 watt head, which is ridiculous, but um, it's going to clearly do every gig that you'll ever need. Uh, and... It comes with a two twelve cab as well, or it's at least paired with a two twelve cab, uh, which is loaded with vintage thirties, which are the metal gentleman's um, speaker of choice. So, I'm not a massive metal head, but I think if I were looking for a metal amp, I wouldn't be wouldn't be uh, going wrong if I was looking looking at this place. Uh, so what's the price? Are we talking with these?
2: £1,799. Is that just for the head? That's just for the head, yeah. Best be good head. It's very good head.
1: It's very expensive head.
0: Yeah,
2: right. 10 out of 10 wood head again.
0: <laughs> Boom. So we've got like a a little topic that we've got to do today. And we're, we're like three minutes before the hour mark, but we're going to do it anyway because I feel bad that I asked you guys to do a little bit of research <laughs> and then a go. You
2: put me no. through fucking pain.
0: That's it. So the question that I posed this week was um, P90 laden guitars, so that it doesn't have to have two P90s, but that's the ideal kind of setup. P ninety um, P90 equipped guitars at the 100 pound mark at the 300 pound mark at the 500 pound mark the grand mark and then sky's the limit so we'll we'll do it nice and quick but we'll we'll give uh we'll give a little shout as to why we we chose that so 100 pound mark to start off with and i will say i found this really difficult at the 100 pound mark um so anyone want to start us off with that one
1: No. No, nope. no one. Go on, Matt. Okay, so I managed to find one guitar yep. that I could buy for sub-100 pounds with free shipping so that it could get to me for the sub-100 pounds. So I've gone proper with all these and made sure that I can get them in my hands for less than the, than, than the money. <laughs> so I got a Quincy six-string from eBay... That's got minor damage, which means it's a B stock. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> um it's a Jazzmaster style body, um oh. with a proper trend system, not a Jazzmaster trend system, so it's a um, strat stock. no, no, it's a stop tail, um Okay. Thingy. Yeah. Tunomatic, stock tail. um yeah. uh, that's the one. Uh, bolt on neck, two P nineties, volume and tone, and uh, jack input and a Select so like to switch between the two. Um, right. Rosewood board, Strat style yep. headstock, just your know, cheaper, cheap thing that I managed to find. Right, I I I did very close
0: to that, but I I, I just barely tipped over the hundred pound mark, and this is assuming that you live next to the Tyman factory.
1: <laughs> I've, I tried um, that. I tried that. <laughs> uh,
0: so this is—it's again—it's like a jazz master style. It's the Harley Benton J A um, six J A sixty. I chose the sunburst one because the other one was like grey or some shit. Uh, this is again the B stock one because the the standard one coming at like hundred and seventeen pounds, whereas this is hundred and three. So I, I thought that's at least kind of—it's—it's it's as close as damn it. Yeah, um, and it's got it's got Roswell pickups in it, and so they're not like the cheapest, shittiest pickups. So it's at least gonna sound somewhere decent. It's got a stop tail as well. Very much, very much along along the lines with what you said. They said that the body's lime lime body. I don't know.
1: I thought what lime that was means. stone. <laughs> I
0: I don't know what that means, but it 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 doesn't scream. It doesn't scream that this is going to be a quality instrument.
1: (laughs) Lime. Um, I wonder if it's the the tree that lime fruits grow on.
0: It it may very well be. Uh, So, it seems like that might be one of the places that they cut corners with this one. Um, However, being a Harley Benton, it's not going to be like super terrible shit. So... I mean, that was at least something.
2: Yeah. Did you manage to get something for this one, Aaron? Yeah, it's called drawing a guitar. A shit, man. No, <laughs> okay. No, I could not. I could not find one at all. Okay. So we'll 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 knock up to the next uh, next step,
0: which was three hundred. I'll kick us off with this one. I've got the vintage V one hundred and twenty, which is basically a Les Paul Junior. Uh, they do it in two colours Sunburst and Like a Pelham Blue Which they call Like Ice Something Blue um, So we'll go for that one Because it's At least it's not the same colour As the last one Different uh, Different kind of Aesthetic as well So this is a single cut Single P90 Junior style um, We're talking A graphite nut On this one as well uh, Mahogany body Mahogany neck So we, we've we've in in the 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 kind of step up in price we've we've really stepped up in quality now um the one thing that let it down for me was the fact that it was a compensated bridge and it weren't a um it weren't a two piece uh stop bar and a towel uh, and a tunomatic, mm. but it's that's the um that's the style as well so and i i imagine it's all vintage um uh, vintage uh, wilkinson hardware so it's gonna it's gonna be decent and this was coming in at two two nine so well under the three hundred pound mark you'd definitely be able to get that and get it shipped and maybe look a lead as well so Matt take it away what you
1: got next so I went for an epiphone limited edition wildcat studio in antique Ooh, bang on, yeah. um so i what like. I wanted to make sure that all the guitars I had on the through the, these are slightly different, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've gone for a, a hollow body epiphone. The wildcat is the one that's like a big hollow body Les Paul in that it's a single cut rather than double cut, but with a rounder bottom horn yeah. than a Les Paul. It's it's not it, it, dimensionally they're not they're not far off a Les Paul actually. Yeah, I think they're it, not they're not massive, but wider yeah. rather. I was thinking deeper rather than. Yeah, bigger, bigger rounder ass on it, um, but yeah. So,
0: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you, you definitely—it's definitely different. It's definitely different than the Jazzmaster, and definitely different from my my junior choice there as well.
1: Yeah. So basically, um, this one—it's a—it's a no-frills version. So there's no like flame maple cap on it or anything like that. It's just yeah. the your basic bod standard one. Uh, it's a ma- mahogany body, um, yeah. a laminated um, flame laminated maple, maple veneer. To, yeah. Um, to the top um, it, the neck is maple it's got a rosewood fingerboard uh, sorry rosewood fretboard because uh, the website I said used said fingerboard but we're not having that um, yeah and then is it is it trem system or um, no no I, hardtail th- the option I had the option to get a licensed big speed but I chose not to um, there's yeah. no difference in price it's 299 o- okay so yours is pretty
0: much bang on the 300 yeah yeah Okay, uh, and have you got one for this one?
2: Yeah, it's a uh, 17 pound over 300 quid. Okay, yeah, that's fine. It's the Squire vintage, uh, modded good old Barry Jazz Masters, I like to call them. <laughs> <Good old laughs> yeah, baritone.
0: Cool. that's a uh, I mean, we we went for the the Jazz Master on the first one, but having a Baritone Jazz Master, that's that's uh, that's something new, yeah, so. What kind of specs are we talking about? Is it older or is it...
2: I've, I'm just finding out now. Uh, I literally just looked at him and went, yeah, that'll do, that'll do, that'll do, because P90s, <laughs> the they will never grace my household.
0: Yeah, ever. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, this was definitely an ask for you, and because you're you're not the biggest yeah. P90 fan.
2: No. Uh, so the body bodywoods, older, yeah. neckwood, maple, fretboard, rosewood. The tunings, A to A, is... <laughs> That's Perfect. fucking insane. The scale length is thirty inches. Shit man. Uh so yeah. Th- I mean pick that's up for the Squire p
0: That's cool. i I'm I'm down with that. Right, so five hundred pound mark, what have we got? Ayrton, while, while you're here, what did you get the for the five hundred pound mark? Uh a Yamaha Rav at four hundred and sixty quid. Oh shit man, yeah. I, I completely missed out on that and I really shouldn't have. But thank you for uh for bringing those into 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 light. Like, so the Yamaha Revstar, they're like mahogany um uh, mahogany set necks, aren't they? Was that with yeah. a with a um, hardtail or is it Bigsby? or? Uh, hardtail. Okay. Cool. Better way. Um Matt, what you got for that one?
1: Uh, so I've gone for an Epiphone Blueshawk deluxe in midnight sapphire. Right so the
0: Blueshawk, it is 2P90s isn't it? Yep. But it's also like it you've got one of those very
1: very tone switches on it. Yep. Something. Yeah. So um it's a almost like a smaller um Les Paul body. It's not it's not kind of the full shape. It's like they've cut off the end of a Les Paul and made it a little bit squished. Yeah, um, it's a, it's it,
0: it's almost like a modern take on the Les Paul, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And um, this one's a, a hollow body one as well. So it's got two f-holes. Um, mahogany with a contoured uh, centre block Um, we've got uh, flame maple veneer on it again, Uh, mahogany neck Um, it's got a rosewood fretboard again with diamond inlays, 12 inch radius Um, it's got P90T Pro Epiphone uh, Epiphone single coils, they're P90s Um, and then you've got quite a few different um, settings, so we've got master volume, master tone, three-way pickup selects, and then a six-position rotary vary tone. So you've got position one, which is no effect, then you've got position two is 5 dB, um, 3, 6 dB, 7 dB, 10 dB, and 14 dB. Um, pushes of different frequencies varying from six, from sorry, 130 um, to 1875 hertz. Yeah, so I mean...
0: I've tried one of those on one of the um the epiphone uh Lucils, and they really do make a difference they really do um there wasn't a huge amount of um like tones that really stood out to me. some of them were a bit harsh, but having that is it's definitely versatile. however, I think I may have won this section because Five hundred pounds. It was four nine nine. Yeah, so was mine, sorry. Uh I forgot to mention that. Gibson SG special, limited edition. Um, master volume and tone. So not the four um four parts, it's only two. Um it's just like a natural finish. Um Gibson P nineties, which obviously are gonna be better than better sending than the Epiphone ones. Yeah. But like you actually getting a solid Gibson S G here. It's a special, yeah, don't get me wrong. Uh it's it might have been a couple of years old, but for 499 Gibson SG. Boom. All right, this is where it starts getting interesting. A grand. And I'm going to start us off with this one. Gordon Smith. Uh GS. Uh GS2. So it's 2P90s. It's a little bit like uh, a a junior double cut, um, but with two P90s, one piece, and it's it restates that it's a thick body as well, so it's thicker than your your standards. Um, one piece mahogany, um, which nice. So we, I mean, we we're talking now. We now we've gone up to that that grand price point. They're starting to state some some shit now. So the the one piece, the kind of set neck. Um the Gordon Smith Peanut is a Gordon Smith uh Gordon Smith's own brand, but the they're, they're supposed to be pretty good these Gordon Smiths are, so I was uh I was pretty down for this one. Um and what are you
2: saying? For the grand? I've gone seven nine nine. Okay. And- you might kill me for this, because the soap bars, but me soap bars are fucking P90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the difference. It's the PRS SE two seven seven semi-hollow baritone.
0: <laughs> baritone again, <laughs> but yeah, like the the PRS ones, they come in at a weird price point because they, like, they straddle the line between the five hundred and the grand, don't they? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm cool with that. So, it's, you, you, you're coming in well under the grand. Um, it's a baritone. What, what, um, what kind of woods are we talking with uh,
2: that? The back wood is mahogany, it's chambered. The top wood is bevelled maple, the single up hole and flame maple veneer. Yeah. 22 frets, 27.7 inch scale length, mahogany, uh, mahogany neck, uh, rosewood fretboard. Yeah, this You've is. You've got stocktail. Yeah, you
0: Standard. that's kind of Korean made as well, isn't it? Whereas I think yeah. the, the Gordon Smiths at that price point are, are UK made. Um so but like we're talking kind of an extra couple of hundred quid as well. Um, Matt, what are you talking?
1: What are you saying? So I tried to find a guitar that no longer exists because Go on. I went to see Blur in twenty fifteen in Hyde Park they were supported by a band... Oh, well, There was, like, five bands on before them. One of the bands on was a mm-hmm. band called Drenge, and it was a two-piece um, yeah. guitar and drums. The guitarist mm-hmm. was playing a double-cut thin-line telly with two P90s in it. Mm. And I googled and googled and googled <laughs> at the time, and it was only... Sometime last year, somebody was able to tell me what that guitar was, and it's a Fender okay. TC ninety, and it was yeah. the predecessor to the JA ninety, to so the Jim Atkins telly. Yeah, the Jim Atkins. Yeah. Um, now these retailed at the t- when they were released at nine nine nine. I managed to find one for sale in the United States for eight hundred and forty nine dollars. That would post and get here for under a thousand pounds.
0: That is some crafty thinking there.
1: Uh, Only because, like, it's a really wicked looking guitar. It's that same red finish that the JA 90 is now, you know, they're like black to red burst. Um, But it's a double cut telly. Instead of having one of those stupid fixed strap bridges, though, it's got a proper um, tunematic system on it yeah yeah the the Jim Atkins I've done i I don't know I didn't Google that but yeah um so yeah I, I, that's what I've gone for um and in total shipped to the Isle of Man it would cost me nine hundred and eleven pounds
0: that's a crafty one very good right this final one is it's an interesting um interesting concept because um when I was doing the doing the research for this kind of sky's the limit one. I thought oh, I'll go for the the most expensive most elaborate and we kind of did that but I want to give some shout outs um for the ones that are potentially like really good good choices on this but weren't quite ridiculously expensive enough <laughs> um so number 1 is going to be our Gary Clark Jr 3P90 SG yeah because if I would have upped that price limit to 1500 I would have definitely gone for that um but it was just it's just a little bit too much um the second one Friedman do um a dual P90 Telecaster um it's like a Tele Deluxe uh I can't remember what they call it but it's like a Tele Deluxe and um Colin Scott of CS Guitars uh, great YouTube channel go check them out um, when he was doing the Metal Zone no it wasn't, it was the Dimension Chorus he was doing the Dimension Chorus and he whipped out this this new guitar that he's got which was one of those Freeman uh, Tele Deluxes and it sounded fucking awesome um, however it was only two and a half grand so fuck that noise
1: in that same price point I very very nearly chose the Gibson 2018 Memphis uh, ES330. Yep. But again, it was 2299 and I didn't feel like I'd spent enough money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it. I mean, I also considered the uh the uh, the current Les Paul Classics, which again, like 1800, is it? Yeah. like that. Yep. But so what did we what did we finally settle on, guys? Um so Matt, you you went you went cray cray didn't you?
1: I did. Let me just find it. So I've gone for a Collings guitar, CL custom, and um, and it's it's a, basically a gold top Les Paul, but because it's made by Collings, it's like six nine nine nine, and it's just yeah. like the pinnacle. Like it looks absolutely incredible. So it's a gold top, but it's got a natural back and sides. proper perfect white binding with white um p90s very very subtle inlays on the rosewood uh, fretboard so the fretboard is rosewood instead of having like bright white it's got very like faded white so that they don't kind of like stick out like a sore thumb and it just looks gorgeous and i wish i was a millionaire
0: (laughs) yeah oh yeah bang on um along those very same lines i also went with collings i went off the shelf collings because i thought i'm i'm not so so hoity toity that i can't go off the shelf uh, i've gone for the collings uh, soco lc which is basically it's like a les paul ish it's kind of it's a single cut it's kind of the the midpoint between les paul and um and telly almost it's a semi hollow uh it's got two uh lola uh lola yeah. hand wound um p nineties it's got klux and um bridge uh i think the a b one a b r one or something like that um so it's got like pretty impressive stuff it's so impressive that they went to the trouble of telling me what kind of mahogany it was Uh, so Honduran mahogany Um, which I don't know if that's any better than any other mahogany but the fact that they're telling me about it means that it's got to be a big deal (laughs) Uh, and it's handmade in Texas so Collings well done, you are the masters of expensive, expensive guitars Ayrton what did you go I haven't actually
2: gone to that Bad in a sense, and two thousand three hundred pounds. So and it's the Friedman Cali eight
1: nine. Mm-hmm.
2: In aged metallic blue, and it actually looks pretty fucking nice.
0: I mean, uh, the like two thousand-ish pounds mark doesn't seem so ridiculous when <laughs> when you throw it up against Matt's seven
1: Ground.
2: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> No, I've gone for like, you know, someone saved up for a few months, you know, or saved a tax rebate. Matt's just gone for, I, I'm going to have to rob a fucking bank. The, I no, mean, I've won
0: the lottery twice. That's that's clearly, I, I've saved a deposit for a house, but if fuck this housing market.
2: <laughs> Surely the wife won't know if, if six grand's come.
0: That's yeah. it, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's kind of strat style, isn't it?
2: Uh, yeah, it's like your super track. It's got a uh, license to void rows on um, volume. I'll toggle switch.
0: So it's almost like the, uh, the Ibanez RG that I was bitching at at the start of this show. <laughs> 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 Swings them around a bit. Right, so that's, that's us for this week. Um, I, I, I really like that. I thought that the P90 challenge was, was really interesting. I think I might come up with something equally difficult to, to find next week.
1: Um, <laughs> Yeah, maybe. And I don't I, know. And I'll find a £60,000 vintage something to buy. <laughs> That's it.
0: Get Collings to do it again. Right, so if you want to catch me online, it's Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. You go Facebook.com slash Budget Instagram.com slash Budget or you go on YouTube, you type in Budget Pedal Chap, you'll find me. Loads of shit going on uh, all, all over the place. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Uh, if you want to catch Matt, he is uh, one of the co hosts, not only on this show, but on the Bad Bookers podcast, where they talk about wrestling. And that will be um, on Acast, iTunes, Stitcher, the other SoundCloud.
1: ones. Yeah, any of them. SoundCloud, yeah.
0: Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Um, and Mr. Ayrton Tracy, he is um, uh, in a band. He's in a band called yeah. Sin Circus. So you go on Facebook.com yeah. slash The Sin Circus and you will find him. Um, Matt's Twitter is heel underscore Matt Q. There we Correct. go. I, I forgot that. Um, but that is that is us for this week. So thank you for coming for uh, coming with us on this journey. Um, it's always a pleasure to to have a chat with you guys. And thank you for listening, listeners. Um, so from myself, Mr. Budget Bell Chap. From Mr. Matt Quine. From Mr. and Tracy. It will be a good bite and good night from this week. For this week. From this week. Fuck. Yeah. Ta-ra. Ta-da. Ta-ra. In a bit, yo. See you later. noticed you in? Oh. That my uh, my microphone has got like a little. Don't know if you can see this, but look. It's
2: oh dear! Got a mouth. <laughs> it's got a mouth. <laughs> the glorial. Oh dear.
0: Well, that that's a thought, isn't it? That. <laughs> <laughs>